Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE NXT episode 534 live in person at Full Sail Live in Orlando, uh, Florida. And it was pretty awesome. Um, so much stuff happened. We, we had two dark matches to open the night. Um, those dark matches were... I wrote them down. Uh, Daniel Vito versus Dexter Loomis, and uh, Dexter won that match. Then we had Catalina uh, without the the mask, um, as we've seen her the last couple of weeks uh, paired with Sin Cara. Um, Catalina versus Chelsea Green, and Chelsea won that match. Um, so those are both pretty fun, uh, nice uh, warm-ups, and... Um, uh, I, I enjoyed them. Uh, then we opened up the night with uh, Angel Garza challenging for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, um, challenging the champion, Leo Rush. And this match was ridiculous. It was awesome. It was... Go watch this match. It was awesome. Um, I'd say it's the, it's the must-see match of the night for sure and probably of the entire week um you may notice if you've listened to every episode i did not do a an episode i ended up not doing an episode 205 for 205 live last week um because i haven't had a chance to go back and actually watch it yet um the broadcast version i saw it in person um from what i understand uh the uh, Tony Nice versus Angel Garza match that took place on NXT was replayed on 205 Live um, to fill out the hour, which I, th- to me that makes sense. Um, it was kind of a last minute thing to add that, so they couldn't they couldn't film an entire hour on uh, before the show started. Um, I saw that somebody noticed somebody noted that uh, starting in January that the start times for NXT are, are at 6.30 instead of 7.30. So that could mean that they're going to uh, move to permanently uh, film 205 Live beforehand. But that's just conjecture. There's no actual confirmation of that happening or not. So we'll see what happens there. But um, uh, So yeah, I haven't watched the broadcast version of, NXT, uh, of 205 Live yet from last week. And I have not watched Raw. Um, I've seen some, like, mostly GIFs, maybe a couple of clips here and there. But in general, I have I did, I did not watch the entire episode. I started watching it on, um, what you call it, on Hulu. But I did not uh, get far. I, I have it downloaded, but... This week, you know, I'm going to watch it, but no episode about it because I'm going to have watched it after a whole bunch of other stuff anyway. So sorry about that. If you're really clamoring to hear my thoughts on the pre-taped UK show that I, I read the spoilers for on Friday after I watched SmackDown. I watched SmackDown without any spoilers. Um, so that was nice, but I knew it was going to be, it was going to be close to impossible to make it through the whole weekend without getting any spoilers on that. Um, so after, unfortunately, um, 
uh, Kristen, who uh, was able to come to the show again this week. So, so awesome. Um, it's always great seeing her and spending time with her. Um, but uh, due to her schedule, she couldn't get uh, uh, get to the show um, until after the Angel Garza versus um, Leah Rush match. Um, but she got to see the entire rest of the show and the rest of the show is pretty awesome as well. If I can remember everything that happens, um, let's see, let's see, let's see. We had Aaliyah versus, um, Zia Lee. Um, there's some, there's some good stuff in there. Uh, but Aaliyah's face ended up getting busted open there at the end. Um, so there was a little bit of, um, there, there's some medical attention that was paid to her, but, um, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the match overall. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's always fun to see Zia Lee in action. Um, I can't, I'm pretty sure that I've seen, I saw her, um, fight in the world's collide thing that they did during, uh, WrestleMania access, uh, this past year. Um, and I think that's the only time I've actually seen her in person perform. Um, so that was nice to see her there in action this weekend as well. Um, or not the weekend. It's not the weekends. This, in this trip, this show as well. Um, let's see who, who else had matches. There is so much. We ended up with Roderick strong versus Keith Lee, which was, uh, it was a lot longer than I was expecting it to be. Um, not a bad thing. There's some, some pretty great stuff that went down. Um, both, both of them went down hard, uh, to the mat several, several times. Um, and yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty solid, pretty solid. Um, I'd say the length, maybe, I think maybe seeing it live, um, the length was more apparent because of the commercial breaks. Um, and that made it feel a little bit like it was dragging. Um, but it really, it was just dragging in the parts that were during commercials. And I assume that they weren't picture in picture commercials, but I might confirm that or otherwise. Oh, my vehicle is doing the thing where it's saying, Hey, going to turn off unless you hit okay and i think we're good for like the rest of however long i want the car to be on you only have to do that the once but anyway um yeah that match was was pretty solid then we had isaiah swerve scott versus um bronson reed um and that that had some great great stuff throughout it um and uh, i can't remember man it, it i i not i only took notes during the dark matches because i knew i wouldn't be able to to actually watch those again or anything not that i went back and watched anything from the actual from the broadcast show but um oh i don't remember i feel like there there was supposed to be pete dunn versus killian dane but it was interrupted before it even started damian priest came out and um attacked both of them mainly mainly pete dunn but um a lot of uh you know that that story continues with them all all three of them not getting along with each other um there's a showdown between okay so finn balor 
Finn, Finn Balor appearance is attacked by Matt Riddle as he's talking some some smack about Matt Riddle. Uh, big old brawl broke down uh, with Undisputed coming out. Uh, Champa and Keith Lee come out, and um, <clears throat> uh, we get a bit of a standoff between uh, those two groups, and that's how it led into. <coughs> <coughs> Roderick Strong versus Keith Lee. Uh, Undisputed Era tried to interfere, but uh, Champa and Keith Lee came out to neutralize them. Uh, then Finn Balor came out again and started attacking some people. And then the great equalizer, Dominic Dijakovic, comes out and uh, clears... He, he comes out and makes a save after... Um, after Keith Lee gets his victory over Roderick Strong. It's not a championship match. Um, but this could lead eventually to a championship championship match, I would think. But anyway, uh, Dijakovic, he is officially on the side of the light. He uh, joins the War Games team, taking Matt Riddle's place. Um, because Matt Riddle will be facing Finn Balor at... NXT TakeOver War Games. Um, it's, it seemed like the original plan was going to be that um, that would be Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano, but uh, Johnny has a, a neck injury of some sort, so he is not going to be in that match. Instead, it'll be Matt Riddle. And so, our uh, Team Champa, or Team uh, yeah, Team Champa or Team Lee, or Team Dijakovic, however you want to, to say it, they are still one team member short. So I believe we'll find out next week who that team member will be. Um, and that brings us to... Uh, so next week, it was announced that there will be a ladder match between Adam Cole, baby, and Dominic Dijakovic. I think this is pretty, this is pretty stacked in Dominic's favor because he like barely even needs a ladder, uh, whereas uh, Adam Cole definitely does need a ladder. Um, <clears throat> he's got, he's like twice his height. I feel like uh, what I'm picturing in my head is that Dominic Dijakovic is the size of two Adam Coles stacked on top of each other. Maybe piggyback, so it's not the entire full body length, but it's at least two tor- It's a, it's at least a torso higher, a taller. Dominic is, I think. Anyway, um, <coughs> we'll see how that turns out. But um, that brings us to um, the main event, which was Io Shirai versus Mia Yim in a ladder match to earn an advantage. I, I don't know if they said what the actual advantage is, but um, man, some, some stuff going down in this match. Um, some super brutal stuff. Uh, Mia Yim died at least three times. Um, one, it was, uh, oh, what happened? She was bleeding a lot. Luckily from my vantage point, I couldn't see the actual bleeding happen. I could see the, the big pool of blood after she moved a little bit. But um, they, they got it under control. The match was able to continue. Um, but then she died, like, another time. And then she finally got sent through, uh, like, oh, my God. S- sent all the way down through a ladder that was propped up uh, against the, uh, the guardrails um, towards the camera. It was ridiculous. 
absolutely ridiculous. She was down for the entire rest of that match. <coughs> um, who came to help? Well, Dakota Kai came to try to help Mia Yim, but uh, she was neutralized when Kaylee Ray, the United Kingdom Women's Champion, um, interfered, uh, took out Dakota Kai, and then uh, took out Mia Yim, uh, spilling her out out and onto the, that ladder outside, um, and then helping Io Shirai secure that victory. So I, I, I don't think it's official official, but it seems very much like Kaylee Ray is the final member of Team Baszler for War Games. So, uh, the ongoing mystery of this episode was answered at the very end after a, a lot of people started leaving, um, once EO won this, this ladder match, but, um, as Shayna came out to, to, to attempt to uh, share in the, the celebration of her team winning that advantage, Bailey arrives to attack. And I think it is safe to say that, uh, Bailey is the one who is attacking everybody from both sides. Um, it, it, some of us were hoping that it was Dakota Kai, but, um, that's, uh, that I, now that I think about it, I think it would have been a little bit too much if Dakota had turned on Mia Yim and she said that Mia, she said to Mia backstage before the match that she has her back and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, she's, uh, she's, she's, she's going to do something. But, uh, that was not the case. And, you know, it would have been pretty exciting, but now that has unfolded the way it has, I'm glad that Dakota is not evil because EO, EO already turned pretty recently. And I think, uh, I think Dakota's got, she's and and Bailey turns even more recently than that. So I, I feel like Dakota's got to preserve her, uh, goodness for a, a, a little while longer until at least, at least until one of the others turns back into a good person, maybe. But, but then again, Rhea, at least on social media, she's, she's turned into a, a kind of a jerk again. So I don't know. Um, anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, Bailey attacks. And I think it's safe to say that she had attacked all the people that we saw because it was it was people from both sides. It was it was ladies from both sides of the of the the war games match. Because um, at first it seemed like it was just the good the good team, um, but then we saw that uh, uh, Jasmine and Marina were taken out, and Candice was also taken out. <coughs> And I believe we got a, a little appearance by Scarlett Bordeaux, but um, I think I think she was one of the people checking on on Candace. But anyway, uh, yeah, this is a great episode. Um, I think I I I liked last week a little bit more, maybe um, mostly because this week the ladder match it was it was great, but it was also like stressful. <laughs> Um, in a lot of ways, especially when, when Mia started bleeding it so much, but, um, yeah, I think, I think that about does it to cover 
NXT for this week. Um, also, real quick, um, during the day, uh, I went and saw a couple of movies, and I would recommend them. I, I definitely recommend the first movie I saw, and that movie is Jojo Rabbit, directed by Taika Waititi. Um, it is awesome. Go see it. If you like the trailer, you'll definitely like the movie. And if you don't like the tra- trailer, maybe you, you, you might still like the movie. I don't know. But check it out. Jojo Rabbit. It's great. Um, and then I also saw um, The Lighthouse. But um, I was, like, really tired at that point And I, like, f- kind of started falling asleep a few times. Um, and I, I was the only person in the back row of the theater, so I was, uh, kind of on my phone a little bit, uh, a lot, a bit too much for seeing a movie in the theater situation, but, um, I did see, see it, I saw the ending, and I don't know if I would recommend it, I think, uh, don't take this as, I'd say check it out if you're interested in seeing it. It is very interesting. Um, it is is it's, it's pretty messed up. It's intense. It's uh, kind of crazy, kind of bonkers. But um, I don't know. I, I I'm I'm not passing any judgment on if it makes sense or not because I did not give it a fair watch with having fallen as fall asleep slightly for parts of it. And not having give my, giving him my full entire attention. Um, so in the future, I don't. If I do the same thing that I did today, go see a movie during the day. Um, I don't think that I will um, see two movies like I did this time. I'll just see one movie and then have a, a nice long lunch before I head um, to the other side of town for NXT. So. <clears throat> that is it. Let me know what you thought about all this stuff by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Um, stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses, and I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye!